It is 10 minutes after 7 on a News Talk ZB. This is this is Sports Talk. I'm Darcy Watergrave. We'll be joined by Sir Steve Hansen shortly as we take a look at this new concept around rugby. It's been floated. There's going to be a board meeting upcoming in the next month or so with the idea of crowning a world champion every two years. So this concept of overhauling the global calendar. It's been reported uh, by our mates over at the Sydney Morning Herald that the Six Nations and the Rugby Championship are going to get together and hold talk about this new concept called the World Nations Championship. In essence, it takes place every couple of years. It is in between World Cups. They're not going to obviously interfere with that uh, uh, fantastic figurehead of the game. Um, it'll be a bit like the World Test Championship, if you will, where points will be compiled throughout the season when every team plays in their regular test game. So in essence, it brings meaning to some test series, which some people will believe have no meaning, as opposed to just being uh, your standard game of rugby between two teams. There are points awarded. And at the end of the year, across two levels, a top level of 12 teams and a bottom level of 12 teams, uh, they will have a, the two finalists who have scored the most points in that calendar year. It's in essence a way of bringing some reason to the nature of international rugby and be able to crown a champion at the end of it every two years outside of the World Cup cycle. We're joined now by Stephen Hansen on that proposal. He joins us. Stephen, welcome to the show. Have you, I suppose the big thing here is, do you have any faith that the rugby championship and the Six Nations can actually get around the table and cobble something like this together? The Six Nations want it; it'll happen because they run everything that, through World Rugby. I mean, they've got the they've, all the votes are stitched up, so gears that way. But it doesn't address the problem that the World Rugby's got, and that's a global season. All it does is, and it's a continuation of putting another, you know, gloss on on what's there. But it doesn't fix the problem of a global season. We need a global season. If they believe this is one way of of starting that process and getting it, then. You know, that's great um, without knowing all the ins and outs of it. But, you know, we need a global season so that we can have a European Cup and a, and a, and a super champion playoff. And we need a Six Nations and a Rugby Championship playoff. So every year. But, you know, I don't know. Somebody will have to give something up. This sounds like they're trying to cobble something together that tries to satisfy both sides. Would that in the end work? Because it is a bit of a Frankenstein's monster. Well, without knowing, again, all the details, it's really hard to go one way or the other. But what they can't do is have it loaded one way. So from what I gather, they, they propose to play the final at the end of November, uh, which is advantage Northern Hemisphere because all of a sudden the Hemisphere sides are have, uh, coming to the end of their season. So... That's why I say until they get a global season, you're not going to get a really true reflection because if they if they turned around and said, right, we'll have it in the middle of the season, then the Northern Hemisphere um, guys are at the end of their season, so they're going to be running out of petrol. So you want it to be where everyone starts and finishes their season at the same time, and that depends on people giving something up. And like the Six Nations are never going to change when they play the Six Nations. So does it mean we have to play rugby championship, you know, first up rather than super rugby and then play, follow that with super rugby? Don't know, um, but it's worthy of a discussion. So do you believe, though, 
Steve, that it is actually possible, a global season, and what, what would it actually look like off the top of your head? How would, it, how would it go about without giving one advantage to any particular team? Well, a global season is definitely possible if people want to entertain the idea. If they, you know, if we start thinking about our players and what's important in the calendar stays and what's not so important goes. And, um, you know, there's a lot of games, particularly up north, where they're playing them, they've followed the soccer model and they've got more competitions going on in one season than you can throw a stick at. Now, they'd be better off, I think, and this is just my humble opinion, um, settling down and saying, right, what months do we want to play test rugby? What months do we want to play club rugby? Uh, what else can we put in there? So the 12s, is that a worthy option to spice up the game and allow us to use that period of time to maybe tinker with some rule changes and so forth. Is that an option? And of all those things, if that's the starting point, then you work your way through it. And, okay, what can we change and can't we change? So, well, we don't want to change when the Six Nations is on. So, right, what does that mean for the Southern Hemisphere test season? But, you know, if there's a will and a want, they'll get it done. If they don't want to, then they won't. And, you know, the only people that suffer when they don't want to do that is the players. Like, they're asking the players a hell of a lot and there's an expectation they play in all the teams that they're contracted for, and um, but they can only go around for as you know so long, and then they're going to they're going to break, and and that's what we see time and time again. We see our good athletes uh, hit the wall, both physically, mentally, and um, you know we don't want that. Steve, you mentioned the twelves. What's the latest on that particular concept? Well, it's still burning away quietly in the background, and. Uh, you know, it's still very much alive. It's not dead, so you know, it's quite an exciting concept. If, but again, it's it's uh, it's got to go through the uh, world rugby, and they'll determine, I guess, whether they think it's worthy or not. The mere fact that they're willing to sit around a table though and talk about this concept of a nation's championship must mean there is some thawing, I suppose, between the northern hemisphere and the southern hemisphere, and some want to do something. That's got to be. I suppose, giving you warm fuzzies to a degree that they actually maybe want to attempt to do something. Is that what you read out of this? Uh, well, I don't want to be cynical, so but warm fuzzies is not what I get. But um, I, I think it's good that they want to come up with something. I, I just The question I ask is, is it fixing the issues that we have in our game by, by you know, doing it? Yes, it's, it's great that we find out that we have a, you know, this every second year, the All Blacks or England or Ireland or whoever you like to, to name, win the World Series, what does it really mean? One extra game and has it solved any problems? So, look, it's great that you're talking, but, you know, let's get down to the nitty-gritty here and sort out what what's the real issues that we have to fix and let's put our personal views aside and um, get it fixed. I wonder about the undermining the World Cup as a whole because World Rugby are looking at having the World Cup every two years. I think that was pushed to one side. Uh, now they've got this concept. Does that take away from the relevance of the World Cup every four years of every other year you're having a championship like this? Oh, I don't think so, but um, it does beg the question, do we need to have this other competition? You know, this extra, Basically, it's one extra game because they're going to take points from all the games you play through the test season and then say, right, oh, the two top qualifiers are going to play in a final. So does it really justify the ends to the means? I don't think so. But look, the World Cup's always going to be 
something that's there. It's, a, it's an amazing tournament. It's unique because you have a combination of round robin plus knockout. And, uh, you know, it's it's proven over time to be something that's very difficult to win because of, you know, the concept the way it is. And you've got to be on your game every week. So I don't think they'll ever have anything that can replace that. And, uh, you know, so they could they could have this other competition every year if they like. But, you know, the World Cup is every team gets a chance to play in it. Uh, so Stephen Hansen uh, joining us on the program. See, Barogi's about to start. Uh, you, you like the look of the the strange new competition, i.e. the way we're playing in separate areas and they're all in Queenstown for the first few weeks. Who do you like just off the cuff around these uh, all of these sides, Steve? Uh, well, the, the two easy answers to that question are the Crusaders and the Blues, but again, they're operating in really difficult circumstances, um, asking the players to be away from home, to isolate in a place that's got Omicron anyway. I'm not sure how that works, but... Probably uh, something that's way beyond me, but I like, I like the fact that we're playing rugby, you know, and, and under the circumstances we've got, if that's what we have to do to play it, then hey, we've got to back it, don't we? So, you know, it's not it's not a true rugby, uh, super rugby competition, that's for sure. But again, we're, we're strange times we're in, and we've just got to adapt and adjust to the best way we can. The Target fans will be loving it because they'll be getting to see a lot of, you know, players in their area and you know, it's got to be good for the game down there and finally Stephen thanks very much for joining us on News Talk ZB do you see Roger Tuivasa Sheik making a run for the All Blacks at this stage from what you know of, of his form and the way he goes about his business and of course with Fozzie and the selectors too and if they'd be keen on, on doing something like that because he's the big story around Super Rugby well he's a, he's a superb athlete and um, he's not coming in 100% cold, is he? He played for New Zealand Schoolboys Rugby. So he's played the game before. He's got an understanding of it. So you could say he's returning to rugby. And you know, he's got every chance in the world, I think, of because of his natural talent, because of the fact that he understands the game uh, already, albeit you know, at a lower level. He's got a great mentor and, and um, Leon McDonald up there. He's doing a fantastic job. So uh, I think he's got a real chance. And, you know, if he plays well, why wouldn't Fozzie and his team uh, be excited about having him? Because he, he, he's uh, an athlete and a half. Don't argue with the ref. Argue with Darcy instead. Sports Talk with Darcy Waldegrave. Call 0800 80 1080 on News Talk ZB.